Blog Talk Good evening, America. Tonight, we were visiting with Justice Waters. There's several different titles you can come up with for this conversation. Is it time to have a rodeo, put the clowns back in the barrel, bring out the bulls, the cowboys? Let's say you, Justice Waters. Well, thank you, Governor. You know, we've all been to a fair or a circus where we see the clowns come out and they do funny things. They make us laugh. They do unreal things or strange things, and they do it to make us laugh and make animals be safe. The first recorded work of clowns dates back all the way to 2400 B.C. Then Egypt, or about 800 years following the building of the pyramids, about 300 and some years following the flood of Noah which occurred in the year 2348 B.C. The first circus was performed in what we now know as Cairo, Egypt, where the pharaoh of Egypt wanted entertainment for himself and all of his immediate staff and workers. And the magicians and the animal trainers came up with this act of using clowns to distract the wild animals you know, if they got loose or turned on the people that were there in attendance. These clowns, they dressed up as monsters in human form, wearing larger-than-life shoes, big gloves, large noses, different colored hair with large styles of hairdos. They were not there to scare the animals, but to protect them. They were there to scare the people away from the animals. As time went on after the flood, clowns evolved into something a bit more funny, like in Rome, where they acted in skits and plays. Always funny. They were always portrayed as dumb, stupid types of people. But as we now know today, it takes a really smart person to play such a dumb individual, such as like Jerry Lewis, the Three Stooges, Red Skelton. But as in every profession, you have that sect of people who defy the morality of the job and of the people. They're the ones who always seem to come up on top and ruin it all for everyone else. These are the ones who mess it up for everyone. And then on the bottom of that group, there are a few that do everything on purpose. So let's look and see about our own nation, the United States, and its government. Do we have clowns that are running the show? For the last 59 years, Following the assassination of JFK, we've had nothing but people who are trying to be funny, and as always, there are a few exceptions. The only question we need to ask is, are they really funny or just seemingly funny? Look at Johnson, who quickly followed Kennedy and was sworn into office while flying on Air Force One from Dallas to D.C. He was sworn into office with Jackie standing next to him. 
The very next day, while talking to reporters in D.C., the Gulf of Tonkin took place where the United States destroyer fired a shot over one of our own aircraft carriers in the Gulf and that was blamed on the North Vietnamese. The next day, Johnson began flying in U.S. Marines and Army ground troops, and the war in Vietnam began with the United States. Who profited from that war? Well, it was the big U.S. war machine called the military complex. It lasted from Johnson through Nixon and ended with Ford. It lasted 11 years. Johnson helped in the assassination of Kennedy because Kennedy wanted no part of Vietnam. And there was this executive order to bring the United States economy back on the gold standard, waiting for him to sign, virtually killing off the Federal Reserve, in which Johnson had a huge part of through the Rockefellers, which here in America was the lead Illuminati family. Johnson, who was an atheist, was also an anti-constitutionalist. He hated the freedoms the people had because he could not control the people. Although he did get the Johnson Act passed in Congress in 1953, in which started on January 1st, 1954, where all churches had to contract to the IRS and through this act became the 501c3 church, a state-funded and state-run organization, now limited to what they could say, teach, and preach within the limits of Bible and politics from the pulpit. Johnson was a clown because he shut the people up from expressing their views and their beliefs from the local community place called the church. It was Johnson that had the last laugh. Now the Christian faith was scared to speak outwardly. They can speak lies. They just can't tell the truth. Then we have Nixon, the cook, the liar, the thief. He was Satan in the flesh to the clowns. He was their savior because he got us out of Vietnam in 1972, but then got impeached for the break-in at the National Democratic Party at the Watergate building. He resigned as president, and which was the only time in U.S. history a president and vice president were both impeached and the nation wound up with a presidential appointed by Congress and not the people. Nixon was a clown because of his strategy and cheating on an election. But all that did was bring us a new type of clown. Do you know the name Hillary Clinton? Yep, she worked for the law group handling the case against Nixon. She was caught lying to the courts and committed fraud on court paperwork. Thus, she was fired. Sound familiar? She, over the years, has become the first of now many female clowns. Oh, I'm sorry. The first of birthing people clowns.
That brings us to another sad but true clown. That name is Nancy Pelosi. I say it because other than her chest, it acts more like a non-birthing person than it does a birthing person. It has been in politics as long as Joe Biden, another real clown. But it can't help it. It has had the brain snipped on uh, twice to stop the bleeding on the back of his brain in the late 1980s. During the last election cycle, 93% of those voting knew nothing about Joe Biden's brain hammerism. Nancy brings to the table a hard-lying, deep, non-Bible-believing, communist-acting individual. When it gained power over the House of Representatives, it lost all control of its brain power to the lower-class political elite. And it's never gotten it back. It's a puppet on the string used by the Hollywood elite. And now it speaks of all things as in past tense. It is a real clown bringing people to laugh hard whenever it speaks. And the best thing it can do is go hide inside a barrel and stay hidden because no one wants to watch this clown run around and look like the donkey's backside that it is. This donkey's backside, known as the House Speaker, is third in line for the presidency if anything should happen to Biden and Harris, which we all hope it will. But to have this clown sitting in the White House would be like a bag of poop thrown onto the doorstep of the American people that set ablaze, in which we would then need to stomp it out, then go clean off our shoes. Then we have the peanut man himself, Jimmy Carter, who for all intent and purposes brought us Billy Beer, like Bush, Budweiser, and Miller wasn't enough. The good thing was it was only good for a 14-minute period of fame. And then Carter got caught up into the great Iranian prisoner ordeal, known as the Iranian hostage crisis, and that lasted 400 and 44 days. That is 14 months. And it wasn't until Ronald Reagan was voted into office that Iran released them because they didn't want to deal with Reagan. He threatened to kill every one of those terrorists if they didn't let them go by the time he took office. Then Papa Bush came into the office with the promise of, quote, Read my lips, no more new taxes, unquote. Of course, there came new taxes. And then another new word phrase for the American people to hear for the first time, quote, the new world order, unquote. This clown scared people. They began to dig a little bit and found out that the Bush family owned many new oil wells in Kuwait, a nation just east of Iraq. And the family is making millions per year from the oil. 
And, well, Grandpa Bush of 1930s ran liquor during the years of probation and had a hand in starting NASCAR, but also helped fund the Nazi party in Germany by sending pledge money to Hitler and his party called the Nazis in the early 1930s. Now you know the basic story of this clown family. That brought in a big clown, one who couldn't keep it in his pants. Of course, we are talking about the husband of Hillary Clinton. His name is Bill. Here is when the nation learned of Jennifer Flowers and the Clinton hit list. And he is the guy that smoked weed but never inhaled it. He's also the same guy that needed to have the word if and it defined in court after the allegations of him and Monica Lewinsky came out. Something about a blue dress with a white spot on it. And we're not talking about the devil mentioned in the hit song from Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, Devil with the Blue Dress On. No, we are talking about this president keeping the nation glued to their TV sets and the newly formed Fox News Network and CNN with wall-to-wall coverage of Monica Lewinsky, the young intern for Clinton, and the romp in the Oval Office and the Oval episode. He couldn't keep his zipper closed, and she couldn't keep it out of her mouth, and the nation became the laughing stock of the world. This is when the people began to see Our government is nothing but a bunch of clowns. And if it wasn't so serious, it'd really be funny. But it is serious. So the nation brought back the son of Bush. Then baby Bush gave it a shot. Then the Twin Towers came down. They blamed it on pilots from Saudi Arabia who were supposed to be dead but we're still flying back and forth from the U.S. and New York to Saudi Arabia. We have since learned that our own government had some stuff to do with these towers coming down. And no, we have not forgotten it. Not just that, but there's video proof of lies, cover-ups, and downright conspiracies that are now proven to be true. Our government has lied to you, the American people. And we even went to war over the lies and dumped tons of nuclear waste-tipped bullets on Iraqi soil, making lots of area in Iraq unsafe to live because of the nuclear waste. And even our own troops getting radiation sickness. Then came what we thought was not a clown, but the Antichrist himself, Barack Obama, who did everything he could to transform our nation from a free enterprise economy to a Muslim-style Satan-backed economy, a court system where he was in total charge. He corrupted D.C., the White House, and he brought us Obamacare, known as the Affordable Care Act. Oh, yes. 
and it spoke of earlier the it, then it made a historical and mind-bending statement during the time of Obamacare. Quote, if you want to know what's in the bill, you have to pass it first so you can read it. Unquote. For the first time in U.S. history, not just one clown, but many clowns were running our nation and destroying it. But then came a man from the people, one of us, a man, a big man, one who is a real CEO, enter Donald Trump. He started to bring back the government to the people, by the people, and for the people. The look at all the existing clowns at the inauguration was really funny to watch as they saw all their hard work for 47 years just disappearing before their eyes. And that is when the clowns began to fix the problem, to take down this real man, make him a liar, distract from the people the truth, and show them only lies. Isn't that what a clown is supposed to do? Make the people look one way while they do something the other way? Distracting you, the people, from the truth by lying to you and showing you the untruth of everything. They get away with Donald Trump. Well, they made it look like they get away with him. They're really good liars and cheats. But if you look closely, you can see the distractions. Isn't it funny how the clowns had everything going their way? And along comes one man who, with just a few signatures, takes down the entire system. So the clowns got together and handpicked a guy to run opposite of Trump, someone who in 50 years of politics only had two written bills passed on the Senate in the House floor and made into law. One had many blacks arrested and put in jail for having just one joint, and the other had rights taken away from women. And in 50 years, that was it. They got him to run against Trump, and this clown isn't just a low-level clown. He's a top-rated clown, the cheesiest, the one who knows how to lie the one who knows how to kill the economy, the one that knows how to get the job done. This clown's name is Joe Biden. He's a real clown. He falls up steps, falls over on his bike, does away with everything that is good for the people. He has, in fact, given more rights to the Chinese Communist Party in China than he has to his own people here in America. He has now sold 9 million barrels of our military's oil reserve to our number one enemy, China, and has gained massive amounts of payback money from China through Hunter, his son. The Biden crime family has grown and become rich because of their connections with the Chinese Communist Party, in which he is now a bought and paid for part of. People of America, 
Our nation since 1963 has been run by nothing other than clowns. Clowns of the elite to distract us from the truth, to make us watch where the barrels are and not the stage where everything is happening. We, the people, need to stop watching the stupidest clowns and watch the real show because one of the people is about to put one on where no clowns are allowed. Wow. Very sobering, Justice Waters. And then when you study what Bill Gates and Soros and these people have in store for us through the New World Order and Agenda 2020 and Agenda 2030, it becomes very apparent that uh, we've been deceived and we've been at the circus way too long. It's time to come up and come out from underneath the anesthesia. Most Americans are. 80, almost 90%, last I heard this week, are, I believe this country's headed in the wrong direction. So the truth is always the answer. And the truth is, is coming out. I heard it on a Fox News program, a lady quoting the laws of nature, nature's God, and holding our, our government accountable for not doing but their sworn oath is, and that is to abide by those laws. And so they're beginning to, to wake up, and I'm encouraged. But we need to know how to engage, and engage lawfully and peacefully. And so, Governor Henney, could you share about the re-inhabited books and how to get involved with our republic? I would. Thank you, Governor Carpenter. Justice Waters, thank you very much for sharing with the American people. America, it is time to wake up. Go educate yourself. Go to the Republic for United States of America.org. Read about what's going on with your great American Republic. Read the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest. There's many videos there and there's many documents you can read that see that your Republic is re-inhabited peacefully and lawfully and it's been, all notices have been served on the world. We are standing here holding your seats for you. We're waiting for you to step up in a force majeure to have your republic back that our founding fathers left for us to protect. Dave and Jean Hurdler from the Wisconsin Free State have donated three and a half, four years of their time, and they have written of some books. One is a Re-Inhabited Republic for the United States of America, Volume 2. And that's the story of the re-inhabitation of America. And Volume 1 is Re-Inhabited Republic for the United States of America, America's Truthful History. You can order those books from our national website, republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org, or you can order them at reinhabitedrepublic.com or Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. And also the, there's another book that Gene have, has written. It's about the James Timothy Turner, an American president and political prisoner. And it's a legal brief, an appeal of courts of heaven, that James Timothy Turner is our restoration president that has, started this restoration peacefully and lawfully. And now that our republic is here, re-inhabited lawfully, it's time for you to step up, take your seat, America. Let me take a couple of paragraphs here from the roadmap for the re-inhabitation of the republic. It was uh, written by James Buchanan Geiger, our present president of the America's Republic, dated February 26, 2016. I'm just going to take a couple of paragraphs here. Let me speak plainly. The America that our forefathers founded is gone. Taken over by foreign interests, the America 
that we know today is in grave danger. Not only we are looking at an economic collapse in progress, we are also seeing the efforts of years of planning on the part of the foreign interests to remake America into one of their third world fiefdoms. If you study Nazi socialist takeover of Germany, then you will have an idea of how this takeover is proceeding in America today. All that is needed is for America people to acquiesce to the things that, like national health care, gun control, and the like. The American people are at a disadvantage. Some, most of us have been indoctrinated to trust those of authority and to simply acquiesce to change. Change could be a good thing if the intent were to make America a better place to live and raise a family. However, the change that America people have witnessed in recent years should be a big wake-up call. Will the American people wake up? Do we have the fortitude to work against those who are destroying our way of life? Will we make a stand for life, liberty, and justice for all? Each of us must answer these questions for ourselves. I agree with John Adams when he stated in 1798 that our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Thankfully, American people still have access to the same almighty God that our forefathers appealed to when they found themselves in the same unattainable situation. You know, it's time to wake up, America. It's time to educate yourself and take control of this great American republic. There are forefathers left for us to protect and enjoy. We are holding your seat and the title to America's republic. You just need to want it back. Take ownership of your part and spread the word, America. You know, God is on our side, and we know who wins in the end. So God bless America. Probably the one thing that I bring to the table in this conversation that we have with each other and share with the American people is a world perspective. And I look around the world, and you, you see the euro on a one-to-one basis now, trading one-to-one internationally for the first time since 2002. You see... Their leader stepped down and take a large percentage of their government with him. Uh, you see Sri Lanka totally collapse economically. They're bankrupt. You see the Dutch farmers, and they've had, and they said, hey, you know, we're, we're cutting back on all these fertilizers and all this. And, you know, the net result is, is that about half of our population is going to be unemployed because of these decisions. And it's gotten back on our food chain. You see Bill Gates, and it, you know, it's scary because you only see a small portion of what's really going on. But, you know, his name pops up now. This huge land acquisitions in our farming belt and in the Dakotas, right next to government land, uh, breaking all kinds of zoning ordinances and, and buying off officials and, and, we're becoming so blatant as to what Justice Waters brought forth and to what we're living in today. But be encouraged because this is the birthing worldwide of a perspective for humanity. Those that will live through these troubling times, I see, will lean towards the same type of governance that we've 
exposed to the world that brings prosperity and peace and harmony when we're one with our creator and the laws of nature and nature's God. And so you've seen these countries all over the world in anguish, where people are starving, they're in war, and it's all created by the same enemy. And they don't stand a chance once we are all enlightened. From a world perspective, most Americans are very ignorant when it comes to this type of thinking and understanding, although it's prevalent everywhere else except in the United States, because in our perspective, everything begins and ends here. And you are right. This is the birth of the laws of nature and nature's God being followed and enacted upon by a people. And we planted a seed, we showed the world, and they want some of what we've had. But if we let this die, the rest of the world will have a bit of experience. So, yeah, it begins and it ends here with us. So what are you going to do about it? America, patriots, military. This is the hill that you live and die on when it comes to individual freedoms and governance, self-governance, based on the laws of nature and nature's God. With that, Mr. Binder, Representative Binder, would you close us in prayer? Absolutely. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the most powerful weapon that we have right now is prayer. And prayers group, that's synergy prayer. And uh, so the best thing we can do is pray right now. God is never late, but he's seldom early in the crisis. And according to his plan, he's, he looks, he's sitting back and he's seeing what we're going to do. And the prophets are uh, telling us what he's going to do. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for watching over us as an eagle watches over her young and protects them from danger. Thank you for the many blessings that you give us, both seen and unseen, that allow us to take ground back from our adversary. In the name of Yeshua, help us to unite together with one mind and one heart to save humanity along with our beloved Republic. Father, strengthen us in mind, body, and spirit win the battles over dark powers and principalities. In the spirit world, with our gospel armor on and the piercing light of truth emanating from our sword, that is the word of God. For you are God, and there is no other. Be with us and every one of us uh, to guide us and to help us stay on the straight and narrow path of victory, not deviating to the right or the left, or allowing the deep state to divide us. Give us supernatural understanding and quick reflexes as the attacks build to crescendo just before victory. As your word states in Revelation 22, verse 11, Quote, and when that time comes, all doing wrong will do it more and more. The vile will become more vile. Good men will be better. Those who are holy will continue on in greater holiness. End quote. Look over our nation, our military, and our prophets with the dome of protection of Psalms 91 and our people. It's impenetrable by the enemy for ourselves, our family, and our friends. Give your appointed leaders wisdom and understanding, and by your grace and mercy, Release President James Timothy Turner from political incarceration with full restitution for he and his family. God save the Republic, and to God be the praise and the glory forever and ever. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Amen.